Welcome to the Financial Independence Garage, where we give you the tools to repair your finances. We unfold the roadmap to financial independence, helping you spend less, save more, and invest wisely. That seemed shorter than the last time. It, it was did. shorter. I yeah. chopped out some words. I think it's better. Well, you're getting better. Yeah, you're improving. <laughs> Show number two. Show number two. Episode two. So, uh, Very we're, exciting. We're, yeah, we're not, it is very exciting. We made it to a second episode. Hey, we had uh, a little bit of positive reinforcement from the uh, internet world out there. We actually had a listener or two, and not just my mom. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I still hope your mom enjoyed it. She didn't tell me anything. Oh, She's pretty oh. quick to catch spelling mistakes in our blog posts, but nothing about our <laughs> nothing podcast. about the podcast. <laughs> All right. Hey, looks like the economist brought over some beverages this evening. Yeah. Yeah. What did you What did you bring us? Uh, well, we started with the Czech Var. Original. Out of, can you pronounce where it's from? Imported from, yeah, I can, the Czech Republic. (laughs) That's not what I meant at all. Oh, you meant the city? Yeah. Go give her a shot. The Sesky Budjovic. That's pretty good. Apologies to our Czech friends. Yeah, that was obviously a terrible attempt. (laughs) You know, when the uh, economist uh, and I were in in the Czech, there was uh, prohibition. We were there during Prohibition. You remember that? I do remember that. There was no hard alcohol sales because they'd had some uh, contaminated. Well, I guess it was counterfeit booze, wasn't it? it I was... think no. I think people were dying. Yeah. Yeah. Really crazy. Wow. At least they were still selling beer. Well, thank right. God. And Otherwise, what are you doing there? Yeah. So the Czechvar is the special name of the world famous beer produced by the renowned brewery in Sesky Budjovic, Czech Republic. Nailed it. Benefiting <laughs> from over good. 700 years of brewing experience of the South Bohemian region. Czechvar is the golden original, acknowledged by many connoisseurs as one of the best lagers in the world. Hey, cheers. And it is pretty good. I get to get mine in a glass. I'm working on it. Um, just a little quick story here about when we were in uh, in Prague there in, in Czech. We went to a beer spa. Do you remember that? You didn't want to I come did with not us. Go. But, uh, my wife and I went to a beer spa. Where you sit in a old like wooden hot tub, and it's you're not in beer specifically, but they use the uh, spent grains, so it definitely smells like you're sitting in a boiling tub of beer. Right. And they give you mugs, <laughs> and there's a beer tap directly into the hot tub that you just can fill up your mug. That's nice. So we had a so little cold spa time in a hot beer tub. Yeah, that's pretty good. great. And then they take you into this other room. And they put you, they, they wrap you up in warm towels all tight and they put you in a hay bed. And you just like fall asleep and had like the best half an hour nap of my life. How does that treat the hangover? Yeah. Well, it was pretty good actually. Yeah. You know, nice. Hair yeah. of the dog, right? Yeah. 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 There you go. So there you go. If you're ever uh, in Prague, check out the uh, beer spa. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have uh, any FI publications in the <laughs> beer spa for you to read? What? Well, not sure. Well, we can work on that. We can work on that. Or you can just listen to our podcast. You can listen while you're to there. our, our yeah. FI podcast. Get some get some waterproof phone case, maybe though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We are way off topic already. Again. Okay. So uh, in the news, you had a couple things there. Yes. Um, I read a couple interesting things today. Um, there was an interesting CBC article. Um, the basis of which was that uh, people basically don't understand how they're home equity line of credits or HELOCs work. Um, 25 of respondents said they paid interest only. Half of respondents didn't even know the basic facts of how a HELOC operates. 
such as that the bank can call it at any point in time. They can change interest rates at will. Right. Um, and something I found interesting was that over 3 million Canadians have HELOCs and the average balance is 65,000. I mean, that's a pretty good chunk of our population. Yeah, that's a... My favorite part was of the people who were just paying interest, almost 70% thought they would have the line of credit paid off in five years. Yes, that was another interesting stat. Uh, that doesn't shoot <laughs> Well, <laughs> Using my advanced FI math, <laughs> if you're only paying interest... <laughs> that's infinity years, right? That's infinity years, yeah. yeah. Um, well, question is, if they've got 65k and they're paying interest only maybe that is an investment loan that they're using to fund their fi journey uh the article brings up that most of it is consumer spending and home renovations and such. home renos i better the number one thing yeah right? that that would be my assumption for yeah. the most popular use quite on fi yes Absolutely. very on fi yeah you're not yeah. going to get to fi with renovating all the time no and paying interest only that's right yeah <laughs> yeah we can agree on that. That's a bad move. Interesting. Anything else out there? Um, there was also a Victoria Buzz article. Um, it wasn't overly well written, but the title was meant to bring you in quite well. And it said that the average person in BC says they need uh, $1.07 million to retire. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, it was based off that RBC survey they did. Right. But the great part was the RBC survey was Canada-wide, air quotations, <laughs> and they surveyed 2,000 people. They didn't ask us. They didn't ask no. us. They no. didn't ask anybody in the Fi world. They probably did not ask anybody in the Fi world. Because 51% of people felt like they would never have enough money to retire. But, you know, that number isn't crazy. Because if we're going to go with, uh, you know, the sort of Fi principle of 25 times expenses, that's going to give you 40000 a year over 25 years. Right. Um. So that's kind of like... It's not outlandish. I don't think the dollar figure is outlandish. I think it right. was more the... The, the sample survey. The, the sample survey, and I don't think any of the people they asked had any reason for the numbers they gave. They just threw out numbers. I got you, yeah. It's one of those ones where the, let's cr- cater this study to what we want it to say. Precisely. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's an average. Sure. So... Hey, there you go. Hey, I, I kind of like this beer. It's not bad. It's been a while since you had it. Eh? Yeah, I was in a hot tub full of beer last time I drank it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Probably brings back fond memories it then. It does, yeah. All right. Uh, so tonight on the show, uh, our first episode, we talked about why we wanted to be FI. Yeah. And uh, what it meant to us and its philosophy a little bit. So we should probably, you're I, looking I, like you want to say something. I, I, I just, before we get into it, I thought maybe we should give a shout out to our website. Oh, yeah, well... The FIGarage.ca. You had to get to the website to get to the podcast. No, I guess no, not. You if didn't. you're just listening on iTunes or CastBox or... Yeah. Right? Oh, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, Good so plug. FIGarage.ca. You can catch our last podcast there. That's where you'll find all our spelling mistakes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> My mom <Correct>. hasn't already. <laughs> Unlikely. She did give me a bit of a ribbing because I uh, I used her... I referenced her in my telco article. Oh. Yeah, so when she called me, she started a stopwatch. <laughs> That's nice. That's yeah, and good. she kept yeah. giving me time updates. We've been talking for three minutes and 42 seconds. Uh, Stop wasting my minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, she called me. It was daytime. I'm good. Oh, you're yeah. fine. All right, so how do we get on the path to FI, right? Let's Great start question. with that. That's a, that's a very good question. 
Um, I think the first step is tracking your spending so that you actually know what your lifestyle is costing you. I think this is the perfect first step. Or maybe the first step is create your own reason of why to FI. Because if you don't have a reason, you're probably not going to follow through. Well, well, that's last, you know, the first episode we had our reasons. We figured out our reasons. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so Good first step. But yes. In the how part. <laughs> well, no, I think it's important that, that that's done. You don't just start because you feel like it's a good idea after mm. a couple beers, right? Everything's a good idea after a couple exactly. beers. Exactly. What, what isn't a good yeah. idea after a couple beers? <laughs> Getting in a vehicle, we would not do that. True. Okay. Fine. So tracking spending. Um, I think the thing about tracking spending nowadays is... You know, again, coming back to your money or your life, because this is what they advocate right away in that. And it's like, track it accurately. Like, right. a, at least to the dollar, maybe even more. I mean, nowadays, I think you can just go by the dollar. But, you know, back in the day, you have you used to have to run your own spreadsheet, um, really count all the numbers. But now there's so many good products out there uh, that we can all use on our cell phones or on the computer. Or, you know, if you have the right bank account, it tracks it anyway. I mean... Yeah. Even my basic TD account has a TD My Spend. Well, app that's what I was going to bring up. That yeah. you can put right in there, and it's retroactive, so you don't have to. Yeah, you basically have no excuse to uh, not, not start tracking your spending these days. Yeah, there's uh, YNAB, right? You need a budget. Um, there's all sorts of tracking apps out there. So, oh, Mint. I haven't used one. Mint, Mint Personal well. Capital. Yeah. So we'll put uh, links to some of those in the show notes. So maybe nowadays, if you have the right bank account, instead of calling it tracking your spending, we'll call it reviewing your spending. Sure. It, it might only take you. It, yeah, it's an not going to take you a whole lot of time if you have the right program. If you're with TD or. Basically, over time, you're going to want to figure out what your annual expenses are. Absolutely. More accurately than just yeah. saying I made X, I spent Y, I'm left with Z. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Precisely. So once we got a good handle on on what your spending is. I think that it's naturally going to flow that once you have a look at what you're spending your money on, you're going to be able to reduce your spending. Well, and I, yeah. I think that's an important next step as you look and you see, I mean, tons of people have subscriptions that they have every month that they never use. Oh, like, yeah. do you have Netflix and Crave and paying like Prime Prime yeah, and all these yeah. other things where how much TV can you possibly watch in a month? Cut it down to one. Exactly. Yeah. Like... I think there's a lot of different ways once you actually look at your spending That's right. that you can find ways that are easy and painless to reduce spending without even feeling the pinch at all. Yeah. And I think cell phones. <laughs> cell phones. There you go. Good thing we've got an article on yeah. cell phones. Yeah. I think the really, really powerful thing uh, about reducing your spending and, and tracking your spending is say you realize that you've got one too many subscriptions and you can knock a few of them out. You've got an extra 40 bucks a month. But you don't spend that. You stick that into your savings. You build up your emergency fund or you're investing it. Well, that's got to be. It's like a double-edged sword, yeah. right? You're you're spending less and you're immediately investing more. Right. So you're going to automate that savings and uh, it really accelerates your wealth building. Well, sure. and in terms of how much you need to retire, if you're spending less, you're going to need less money. Right. So your FI number changes or doesn't sort of change, sorry, but it'll be adjusted once you go, hey, you know what? I went from needing $40,000 a year for my family to thirty-five or exactly. thirty-two. Yeah. So yeah, it comes then down. You, yeah, then you go, oh, hey, that's yeah. a different number. Yeah, and you know, if you cut something out and your life sucks because you cut it out, get it back. You Absolutely. Be, right? Like, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not about it's, deprivation. You can experiment. Yes, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, absolutely fair enough. So, paying off debt, definitely. 
Yeah, I think yeah. that's an important next step is you can't be carrying debt. I will say outside of mortgage debt. Yeah. Like I personally have mortgage debt because I own rental properties. Or investment debt, I guess. There's a lot of arguments that can be yeah. made on that one. But when we say debt, we mean consumer debt. Consumer debt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't have credit card payments. You can't have a car loan. Anything above prime plus one, basically, right? Yeah, exactly. If you if you are in debt, if you do have those debts, you know, getting on the path to FI is going to involve tackling those first. Absolutely. And we don't have to go into the whole discussion of whether it should be a debt avalanche or a debt snowball or a debt snowman or whatever. I'm not an expert on that. There's lots of information right. out there. My personal opinion is uh, the highest rate first. Yeah, that, I agree with that as well. Yeah. Um, which generally is credit card debt. If you have credit card debt, that is your biggest detriment to financial you know independence. What? People say tackle debt. I never hear them say refinance your debt. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard if you're in a bad spot, but you can negotiate with the people holding your debt. Well, and that's a big, that's a, a thing to really think about is, let's say you can get a home equity line of credit and you're carrying credit card debt well your credit card debt's probably at 20 percent. even if you get a heloc at seven it's going to be a lot easier to pay off debt at seven percent as opposed to 20 the big thing to be concerned with there though is you give people that have already got themselves into debt access to more credit that's a good so point this is an ex- it's yeah. very easy for people to go hey my credit card balance is zero yeah. when are we going to fiji well if you're gonna do that i think you gotta cut up the credit cards well that's fair and like we're gonna or, a little off or track commit into... to the commit to the lifestyle for sure yeah. right yeah get a little off track here well the, as we said debt, it's an exercise section. in yeah. self-discipline yeah yeah i yeah i like that when you mentioned that in last episode it it does make a lot of sense that you know, yeah, that's reducing and saving and all those things that are important for your five journey are, are a lot to do with self-discipline. And again, to borrow from our good friend, Mr. Money Mustache, who we didn't put in our show notes last week, by the way. Oh. I did read an article, though. Oh, you did? You yeah. did. Hey, yeah. we, hey, 2019 goal. Achieved. Nailed it. <laughs> we can get him up to two next week. Wow. Probably. Probably. That's uh, totally lost track of what I was going to say now. <laughs> Fair. I uh, think uh, another one that goes along with paying off debt and tracking well kind of with all three that we've already talked about is setting goals of what you actually want to achieve it's great to say you're going to do something but you need to actually make a plan you need to set a goal make a plan write it down write it down have it stare you in the face every day yeah and know how you're going to get there yeah no that's a good that's a very good point too because it's great to say oh i'm going to pay off my debts and then keep going about your business every day Right, or I'm gonna I'm gonna max my TFSA this year, um, and or RSP, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, give yourself something actionable that you can work on and actionable that you can actually follow up with and write it down, post it somewhere. Right. You're gonna see it every day. Yeah, this is my financial goal for this year, and I need to get there. And here's how I'm gonna get there. Yeah, and I think that comes down to like you've created a you're on the FI journey, so how you're gonna get there is you're gonna need to have some annual goals and, and long-term and goals short-term some, goals yeah one of the ones i like that you guys may or may not have heard of it is the um i believe it's paula pant on afford anything she does the scale up your savings by a percent yes have you heard of that one before yes yeah i haven't that's it's a pretty it's pretty neat right because you start off with some manageable amount yeah and uh so you're saving your money and investing it but each month you kind of go well if you've reduced some spending somewhere else you add on so you you can get up to a high savings rate because 
basically how to get to phi is you're going to need to save more than what is quote unquote recommended the right. five ten percent right yeah. we need to get above 20 the higher the better probably looking at to get there in any reasonable amount of time it's probably going to need to probably be 30, above 40%. 30 yeah 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 Definitely. absolutely so anything that any strategies that you can employ to you know i think it's pretty shocking for most people to just go hey you're going to cut all your spending and start saving 40 percent of your your paycheck right it's just like whoa no it's way. a recipe for failure you just yeah you just dumped jumped in a super icy cold yeah. lake and you can't get back to the shore so right there's ways of um creating a staircase that you can you know walk up gently and get to your goals so that that fits in there with setting your goals and yeah and finding a program that's going to work for you to build up the savings. exactly yeah. it all comes back to like the wealthy barber and paying yourself first right you just gotta pay yourself more just gonna pay yourself more. yeah just keep cutting more off the top and living off what's left now, eventually, you can't save more because of your lifestyle or right. your fixed costs. Yeah. You can't earn more because you've got a nine-to-five job. Yeah, you can earn more. Well, well you can earn more. Yeah. Okay, so how are you going to earn more? Some, well, sort of, some form of side hustle. I love side hustles everywhere now, right? Right. Well, I think the first step before you get there, though, is once you're saving, what are you doing with those savings? Okay. And I think that is the next step is investing. Fair enough. You need to invest your money. And we won't get into how you invest tonight, but... Broadly recognized in the FI community is a low-fee Low-fee index, index funds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different routes. You can go real estate, low-fee index funds, stock market, lending loop, bonds. I mean, there's a lot of options out there for what to do with your investments. Yeah. Most of the time, the recommendation is going to be low-cost index funds. Yeah, well, you know, from our uh, our book review there on Beat the Bank, we got to keep in mind the wealth builders and wealth killers, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So if you're saving some money, um, make sure your your investments aren't getting eaten up by taxes, uh, fees, and inflation. Yeah. Right. And we want as much money compounding over as much time as possible. Uh, it's it's a pretty simple formula. It's just hard to get. It's just the self discipline to, to of, get action to get it right. Going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, committing to it. We're gonna do uh, some more detailed uh talk on on investing but i think we'll try and break it up a little bit because you start talking for 20 minutes on investing people are gonna roll over that yeah yeah well uh that's not really the point of our podcast not really but i think uh you know the path to five um managing and investing your money is a very important part it's a very important part so but it's one of those parts that once you figure it out is the simpler the better and autopilot it absolutely simpler the better yeah Yeah. autopilot and uh, you know Talking about savings, uh, automating is is definitely the way to go. Right? Oh, that's yeah. the best possible. As right? the economist said, you automate it, pay yourself first, get that money out of your account. Yeah, you and don't notice it, right? That's right. Well, and that's another great tip for people is if you've automated it and you get a raise, automate the entire raise to savings. Yeah. You're already living off of what you were before. Don't pay yourself any more money. So this is a critical point. In, no, you pay yourself five. all the more money. <laughs> your future self. Yes, your future self. Your future Sorry. Self, yeah. Yeah. This is another important uh, thing to mention on, on the path to five is don't inflate your lifestyle. Like you said, if you get a raise, don't inflate your lifestyle. Right. Put it away and invest it. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And I think it's also important to say, though, that doesn't mean that you can't do things that you enjoy. You have if, to do things you enjoy. You, you have to. Get What's, off the yeah. Path to exactly. Yeah. Like. If you've always wanted to take a trip to South America and you get a bonus and you're sitting there going, oh, well, I can't ever take a trip because I'm just saving for Phi. No, save. But if part of your Phi path is taking that trip, 
take the trip. I agree. That's the point of having the money. Spend on experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or spend on what you, what's important what's, to you. What you value. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. We agree on that one. Passive income. Passive income. Everyone's best friend. Yeah. It's a little ways down the road though, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. I mean, if we're just starting out on the path I mean, of buy, I, I guess what we would say about passive income is reinvest all your dividends, all your interest payments. Comp the power of compounding. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or or purchase assets that will spin off cash to you. Absolutely. To you. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is, uh, "If you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you'll work till the day you die." Right. I believe that was yeah. Warren Buffett. I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's true. It's need, good. Yeah. yeah. You need something that's generating. Yeah. Uh, income or cash flow to you and you're not physically having to work right yeah rent on, a room in your house weekends at nights yeah, yeah. rent that's a room in your want. house airbnb something out that's yeah. more than side hustle than passive income though that well the airbnb is for yeah. sure right yeah yeah passive is maybe dividends or or rental income rental income. like long-term rental income yeah i don't know about being a tenant or a, sorry a landlord is is passive <laughs> i depend if there are ways to make it passive. There are ways to make it passive for sure. Fair, fair. Yeah, I have a property fair. manager for one of my properties, and I, I've never even seen the house. Right. All right. Well, yeah, we can agree that having some passive income is going to be awfully helpful. Uh, the side hustle we brought up earlier, making some extra bucks that you can save, uh, that's going to be pretty really important. important too. Well, yeah. it's very especially because, as you said, you can only reduce your spending so, so much. much. Yeah, At yeah. some point, you're going to need to earn more, right? Unless you get your spending to zero. Yeah, and then you're the ten year old. It sounds so much better episode. to have a side hustle than, hey guys, I got a part time job delivering papers. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I and think I, th- I think an important thing about a side hustle is you got to like it to some degree. Well, and that's a really good point because I think you know on your path to Phi, you want to develop the life you want to live. Right. And your side hustle now may be something that you do once you are fi. Absolutely. Because you enjoy it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you know, we've got friends that, uh, that do painting and art on the side. Yeah. Definitely do something you enjoy. That's a really good point there. Because just making extra money for the sake of making more money right. isn't going to improve your life. Oh, another thing you could do, even if you don't enjoy it, is if, it, uh, if it's something that benefits you to do. So some sort of physical activity that gets you in shape or some sort of mental activity that works your brain that's fair yeah absolutely you know self-improvement yeah it has some other benefit you might not enjoy it at the beginning but i bet you'll enjoy it at the end right so it it could be complementary to your job if you've got an office job maybe your side hustle is walking dogs because you love dogs you get outside you get some exercise yeah you get the companionship absolutely yeah no that's a really good point i think that's uh, important to, to think about well and especially i think when you're trying to pay off debt especially if you can bring in some extra income to put some principal payments down on that debt that can be a very powerful tool oh definitely true and yeah it's interesting because you could it's not really an expense you're ever going to have in the future so you only really need to get that extra income one time yeah to get rid of that debt and then eliminate that Mm -hmm. interest expense from your life altogether right yeah fair point you know i i'm kind of thinking miss something really important here uh oh. The, probably <laughs> I bet we did. <laughs> we probably did. <laughs> probably the first uh first thing you should do on your path to FI is really educate yourself. 
Oh, that is a good point. <laughs> that is right? a very, a good, very point. good point. I don't know how we could miss that. <laughs> yeah, it's that kind should, of step it, number one. That should and, probably and be step one. It's kind of our business <laughs> in this podcast. So <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're educating people right away. Right. So we thought it was just not. Yeah, that's well. probably why we forgot it. All right. Well, yeah. you're you're absolutely right. The the Economist. There is so much information out there. Maybe that's part of the problem. There's almost too much. So you know, we're just throwing some more into the mix. I don't think there's too much information. No, I don't think that's a thing. Okay. No. Okay, that's yeah. fair. And I mean, there's. There's so many blogs and websites and podcasts and all of books. that devoted books. Yeah. yeah. There's a ton of information out there. Now, as far as the educate that you're talking about, we, are we talking specifically financial independence education or personal finance education? Because they're, they're a little what, they're what are you trying, together, but they're different. What yeah. are you trying to achieve? There's well, probably a separate book for every... If you're trying to pay down <laughs> debt, there's books on yeah, that. If yeah, you're trying yeah. to invest, there's books yeah. on that. So maybe the setting the goals is the first step and educate yourself on how to achieve the goal. Yeah, that might be a good point. That's a good one. Or maybe, yeah, having a look at where you're at and going, hey, uh, I'm, I'm good debt-wise, but I'm really bad at investing. I'm, I'm, right. I don't know about it. Uh, I'm afraid to put my money anywhere risky. There's information out there to go and learn yeah. about that. Right? Yeah. And I think you know the, the big part of is the path to financial independence is you're going to have to take some ownership of your life and go and learn these things right. so that you can apply them. You're really building the path as you go. The path is as wide as you make it kind right. of thing. But, and it, it's going to be personal for everybody. It's going to be yeah. different. Well, and it's the more you educate yourself, the more the path's going to change. That's true. True. Yeah. You know, it's not the same place you're going to start out from. You might start out with one goal and get somewhere and realize, hey, I don't want that at all. I want completely different things. Right. You want a flexible plan. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I find I see a lot of uh, sort of question style comments on the on the groups there that people want a very specific answer, but inevitably everybody chimes in and says, well, it depends. Well, it right. depends. This depends on that. And, you know, so I think you really got to, like I said before, uh, find your own answer to your do, question. Find your own answer. Do some of the research. People are going to be more than happy to help you out and answer questions, but once you have a little bit of your own uh, basics tied in there, they're way more respectful and go like, oh, absolutely, this person kind of has an idea what they're talking about right. and yeah. go from there. Well, and you're, you're more involved in the conversation if you know what the people are saying. Yes. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Absolutely. That's a great point. Good thing we didn't miss that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of an important one. Yeah. Just a well, little bit. We still got 18 more episodes till 20. Right. We don't, right. Have, to right. Get to good. Yeah, we don't have to be good, good till 20. 20. Yeah. yeah, that's right. All right. Your uh, beer looks almost yeah, empty. Yeah, I could use yeah. another beer here. We're going to have to dig into the old FI Garage fridge here and see what else we've got. Yeah, see what you can come up with. So what'd you find there, Mr. Economist? I got a uh, Hoyne Brewing Company Pilsner. Ooh. Now that, oh, so we've gone a, from Czech back to Victoria. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good, eh? Yeah. So a personal favorite of mine, actually. No, they don't really have a description of the beer, but he's got a nice poem here. Uh, oh can't wait from wow from, we're doing po- poetry in the show now yeah wow this is uh sean hoyne brewmaster on the third night i handed my sweetie a tall slender pilsner perfectly poured while holding it up and gazing either at it or through it at me she said softly you are so fine to me it was hard to tell if she meant to be heard ambiguity thy name is woman <laughs> i nearly uttered whether we, she was speaking to me or to the beer, 
It was merely semantics. The deal was sealed. I would make it my life's work to make fine beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad uh, I'm oh. glad Boyne is brewing. They, they do have... Oh. Hello. I think next time we might need to get a bigger bottle opener. <laughs> hey, I brought that bottle this, all the way back from Australia. It's about... If you hit me on the head with it, I'm confident I may die. It's a weapon. Is it yes, 11 inches? For sure a weapon. It's about 11 inches Yeah, it weighs, long. A, weighs about a pound. At least, yeah. probably more than a pound. Yeah, I would say so. Well, it's a new, yeah. So pass it over here so I can actually look at it. It was a um, I'm trying to remember the story now. I found it at an antique store down there, and I looked up uh, Sergeant and Co. They were like a millwright type place, so they obviously made these out and handed them out at Christmas one year. Because the Aussies like to right. have their beers too, you know. So you well, have a big bottle. Of I don't know what you're talking about. They've never been known for having drinks. <laughs> this is for chasing away the kangaroos down there. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Not bad. Pretty good. Oh, it's crisp. Yeah. Crisp. Straight like out of the refrigerator. Be. Yeah. I'll have to see if uh, I can get the wife to utter sweet words while looking through the beer. <laughs> and I guess at this point is our uh, custom to mention the, that we're still looking for a, uh, a beer sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. a beer sponsor. Yeah. 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 The FI Garage will always accept beer sponsorship. Yeah. Any, any day of the week. Right. Sounds good. Well, yeah. that's out there. Uh, we still need a jingle for our stupid money, money moves. moves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this week we have a person I will not name well, who that's I know. Good. That's, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. We'll throw him under the bus entirely. But uh, <laughs> this, this is a real person that will remain anonymous. Anonymous. Fair. Um, so this week's stupid money move is throwing a whole bunch of money into incredibly volatile pot stock plays while having a large outstanding balance on their credit card. Ouch. So this was money they borrowed? I don't necessarily know if they borrowed the money, but they would have been able to pay off the credit card they were paying 19.99% on rather than invest in pot stocks. So you could have guaranteed yourself a 19.99% return. Yes. This person hasn't found out about FI yet, have they? No. No. We're going to have to spread the word, boys. We're yeah. going to need to, yeah. When I when I explained the math behind paying essentially 20% interest and in exchange playing a volatile part of the stock market, uh, his face kind of sunk when I did the math on <laughs> how much interest you're paying when you're paying 20%. Right. Well, you're an accountant. You can definitely depress people with math. Yes. <laughs> or you can make them really happy. That's Yeah, yeah that's kind of the job description. You've got like a superpower as an accountant. <laughs> Well, I guess. <laughs> You've never heard that before, have you? Is it the superpower to put people to sleep if I talk about work? Because <laughs> you have heard that. Yes. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with you. That is a stupid money move to be investing uh, in wildly volatile picks. Uh, While paying debt. 20% yeah. interest. In it's that... not just debt. Yeah. It's yeah, 20%, 20% interest. interest. We and... said debt was above investing, right? <sighs> yeah. Well, and. Perhaps, like, we don't even know the situation specifically, but if they're not even paying down the principal on that debt, that gets really scary. Yeah. Really scary. What if you're making minimum payments? Aren't they usually in the 40 years range? Somewhere in that range. (laughs) That's like, uh, never mind. Not even on the path to FI at all there. No. No. Yeah, that's interesting. I think it's important to, if, you know, we don't want to get caught into these stupid money moves and... It's important to bring these things up because people maybe don't put enough thought into it that all of a sudden they yeah. go, hey, uh, the weed market was volatile, but there were tons of gains to be made, but th- that was the past. It's, you can't it's really the future. fear of missing out yeah. is the f- leading to a really bad financial decision. Yeah. And FOMO. 
Right. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be that bad for it to be bad. I don't know if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have to be... Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I'll get some of this yeah, beer. Yeah, let, me, let me have a drink and yeah, then I'll try yeah. and decode this. So it doesn't have to be such an outlier decision. It, it could be a 1% or 2% decision that you could make with the fear of missing out. Thinking you're on the path to FI. Uh, I'm... Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not following you at all. You went economist on there with 2%. <laughs> you didn't mention taxes, so I don't understand. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speak mechanic to me. Speak mechanic to me. There are dumb moves and there are really dumb moves. Just because you're not making the really dumb move doesn't mean that your move is smart. Okay, so... Or it doesn't mean that you're still not acting on the fear of missing out. There's a, there's a stupid money move. Yeah. And there's a super stupid money move. Well, there's a stupid money move and there's a not smart money move, I guess is what I'm saying. Okay, that's fair. We I'm still classifying this as a stupid money move. Yeah, yeah. Let's agree that. Uh... Well, this is... But I'm saying the person on the path to FI don't get caught in the fear of missing out. Yes. Yeah. You're not going to make this huge mistake, but you might make a little mistake. Yeah. Control, it's all about self-discipline. Yeah. Well, and I think when you're on the path as well, you know, pretty good is good enough because you're not doing that bad. Right. Yeah. The, the combination of doing everything almost what, almost perfect is better than doing everything perfect and one thing really really badly yeah. true is that what we're is that where we're going with that sure yeah i don't hey, know mechanic got it <laughs> <laughs> right on okay i think that's gonna wrap up the show here gentlemen Any, we're not uh, we're any... not doing recent posts this uh this week parting words uh, recent posts on, sure on figarage.ca <laughs> right we're supposed to the... tell people to go there i yeah. forgot oh, about that to okay. read our recent post what was our recent post well, it depends when this gets published. I guess it does. Yeah. I've got some editing work to do now. All this rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I I just finished reading a book, Worry-Free Money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I, that I was did, a good book? It was a good book. It was, uh, you know, a nice psychological look at spending. I, yeah, I want to read that too because that's one thing I haven't done enough reading in is, is the psychology of, of finance. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested to read that. Okay. It was really interesting. She had some... It, I liked it because it was uh, kind of like a textbook where she gave an idea, gave some examples, and then had you go do work. Oh, okay. now, you, so, now you're asking me to do work. Well, the, no. what homework I'm, involved? What I'm saying is that for somebody who's just on the path to FI, it's a pretty good, good starting resource. starting Yeah. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find our new posts over at figarage.ca. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Facebook. So drop us a line. Let us know what you thought. You're not going to tell them how we're online on Twitter and Facebook. If you're good enough to listen to a podcast, you can probably figure that out. Yeah. Our if, listeners are smart. If you can put in FI Garage, <laughs> you can get, you can find us. I mean, it did take me giving the economist my phone for me to get a twitter account but we'll we're, see how. we're at twitter at garage <laughs> fi <laughs> okay accountant needs some it skills well none of you have blown up the website yet so that's good we'll go from there. <laughs> keep on keeping on <laughs> okay thanks listeners we until know, uh, next time until next time good night ciao